0: What's going on, sports fans? Lawrence Patchman Lang here. It's Wednesday, October 4th. Hump day is here. It's my day off, so, I mean, happy hump day to myself, I guess. But it's another exciting edition of Sports Insanity Podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Game 16, top of the third, or the whole third, who knows? It depends on how the rest of the week goes for us here at the network, because we're all busy people. But it's going to be a short and sweet episode. I will call it. It's going to be MOB playoffs, the woes of the Jets, and the abysmal New York Giants, and some some guy down for the Miami Heat, um, known as Jimmy Butler, is going through a phase, as people would say, when they tell their parents, "Mom, it's just a phase with the new hairdo, Daddy." Yes. So, but that's later in the show. Just me and Bill, Corpus Crispy Murphy. We're old school here for now. On Wednesdays, I feel it's a throwback Wednesday, not a throwback Monday, since I'm busy on Mondays.
1: Or way back
0: Wednesday, way back when. Like we, we can call it way back Wednesday here on the podcast. We'll do it that way. Back Once when we again, were. Bill.
1: Back when we were just barely getting out of being teenagers, and now we're almost thirty.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be thirty first. Yay!
1: Yay! Yeah, I still got yeah. two months of my twenties. So. After that,
0: so after that, so you get to enjoy your 20s a little bit more. I get to hit my 30s quick and early in the year, so I can't wait for that. But we can talk about our uh, Big more rise. Time later. We, we could talk about how our age and um, us approaching our 30s for another time. It's MLB playoffs first, you know. I love the new format of the wild card instead of just a one game. Hey. Let's play one game of baseball for a wild card spot. Then move on to the divisional round. We get a little three-game miniseries. And what's wrong, with, wrong with that? Nothing wrong with little best Absol- of three. At-
1: absolutely n- I said absolutely nothing.
0: Absolutely nothing. All right. MLB playoffs kicked off yesterday on October 3rd. Quick little rundown for that. So, Texas, it's the Rangers and the Rays. Texas one game one for nothing. Toronto and Minnesota. Minnesota ends their 16 year playoff game losing. We'll call it losing streak with quotations because it's been 16 years since they won a playoff game. They beat the Blue Jays three to one yesterday. Arizona, Diamondbacks, and the Brewers kicked off there too yesterday. Arizona won game one, six to three. And Miami, and the Phillies, Phillies took care of the Marlins four game, uh, four games, ha, four runs to one. And why not? There's, there's, there's no travel here in this three game mini series. All th- well, actually, I think there's no, there's not actually no. Nah, all three there games is. Are, there is no travel in these little three game miniser- uh, miniseries because they're all played at the better records ballpark. So why not baseballs today? It's your same matchups because hey. Rangers, Rangers, race kicking off at 3 p.m. Blue Jays and Twins at 4:30. D-backs and the Brewers at 7, and then Miami and the Phillies at 8 p.m. Only one game is on ABC; the rest are all on ESPN and ESPN Two.
1: So. Yeah, and the winners of those series will move on to the ALDS.
0: ALDS, ADLS, will kick off on I think it's Friday. I think, I think it's Saturday. Saturday, Saturday kickoff kick because hey, we got to give those guys um, a little day for travel. But then again, hey, it um, you know, all the series could end tonight.
1: In the words of the All American Me J. Darkness turns to light. It ends tonight. It could end tonight. Little two thousands flashback for you.
0: Yeah, 2000s fastback, and you know a little, little you know pop punk reference because hey, we're gonna get to that too with Mr. Butler, Bill. Yeah, what series?
1: What little mini series excites you the most? Well, the series that excites me the most, um, I am going to say it is going to be Tampa Bay in Texas. I know that's a weird thing to say, but all it, right. It, Texas has been, has had a good year. Tampa Bay's been fighting hard in the AL East. So, and now with the, you know, now that the Rangers have Scherzer. Yeah, my former pitcher. And, you know, to all you Met fans out there, I think this is going to be a big series against the, against the Rays, who have been, you know, really hot in the AL East. And All right. also, I just want to say, Arizona-Milwaukee seems interesting, because, you know, Arizona, whoever thinks the Diamondbacks are making the playoffs after 2001.
0: I mean, hey, you know, the, the star at Arizona last night was Evan Longoria, just playing great baseball. You know, the the third baseman was just making smart heads-up plays. And honestly, making showing very young Evan Longori, because Evan Longori has been in the league forever, it seems. You know, he was on the Rays forever. You know, got to see him play down. And, you know, our neck of the woods, Bill in the Hudson Valley with the Renegades, you know. He, only, he he only, He only spent a short a short time with us, but we still got, I got, we were able to see, I was actually, I think I was able to see him play, if I remember correctly. I, I was think I regret- saw
1: him once or twice, but I don't remember. I, I might, yeah, I mean, he only
0: spent, I think, eight games with the Gates and then he was... Uh, off to single A. I, th- I think he got sent up to double A after that, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, because weren't they single A back then?
0: Uh With the Renegades, before they became a high A affiliate of the New York Yankees, they were a step below double, uh, not double A ball. They were a step below A ball, and they were a step above rookie ball. So if you look at the, rankings in M well but before MLB did the realignment of the Minor League baseball system <clears throat> a couple of years ago, it was you had I think it was rookie ball, high A rookie ball, it was negative A ball as the as the classification and baseball um, baseball reference goes. Negative A ball, A ball, high A ball, double A, triple A, and then you meet you reach the majors. So the Renegades were technically negative A ball, they were a step below A ball. But now, but now the Yankees are a high A affiliate of New York Yankees. so That means they're a step below double A ball. And we've seen many good prospects already go through that farm system since coming out of the pandemic and the realignment of minor league baseball. We've seen many great future New York Yankees go through and now Yankee baseball players. That is true. So there's your fun fact from the patch man today with minor league baseball since... I had to pay attention to minor league baseball when I worked in minor league baseball.
1: God bless minor league baseball.
0: God bless Uh, minor league baseball. They've given us so many great baseball players because that's where you start.
1: And the games are cheap.
0: (laughs) Games are cheap. And you know what? You got to go through the farm system because it's not like the NFL where you just hit, Hey, you're on the practice squad. And then you're in the, you're in the NFL. Minor league baseball is probably
1: skills in the minor league.
0: Uh, they say hockey is the hardest. Uh, some people say hockey is the hardest sport. Baseball is the hardest sport because you have to go through a lot to try to reach the majors. Unless you go through it that quick, like Evan Longoria, Bryce Harper, just name a few. There's been many other people besides those two that have easily gone through the minor league system and reach, um the MLB in a short time. <clears throat> For me, Now that we're done talking about that, my favorite series looking right now is actually, I would say, Miami and the Phillies. Good choice. Oh. Well, the Phillies have many of my former players on their team. Of course, you know, a, a few before the World Series win and a few after. So, You know, people say you shouldn't root for, you know, your division rival. But I do, because you know what? Because I want to see certain players succeed, like Bryce Harper, like Trey Turner, because they were part of my team. And, you know, Trey Turner was part of my team when they won the World Series in 2019. Bryce Harper left that year for the Phillies and said he would bring a title back to D.C. We can still laugh about that because it happened. Hmm. But I want to see Bryce Harper win a World Series because, you know, people give Bryce Harper flack because of the way he condones himself sometimes on the field. But the man has a heart of... The man plays with heart every time. He shows his emotions. We saw it a few days ago when he let Angel Hernandez have it. And ironically enough, I think after that, Angel Hernandez is no longer an MLB
1: umpire. I think the umpires- well, I know he's not doing a wild card. I don't know if he's doing the rest of the playoffs, though. So. I don't
0: know if he's not doing the rest of the playoffs, but there's been rumors floating around that I think that the MLB umpires gave him the boot. And if so, I guess that's a win for baseball. But, you know, Bryce Harper shows heart on the field every day. He know He's going to give you his opinion if something is done wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Dude has a heart of gold when it comes to working with kids. We've seen there was a TikTok a couple weeks ago that, you know, a kid Phillies were doing a fun family day. The kid lost his brother or his sister. I can't remember which correctly, but, you know, Bryce Harper was there with him talking with him, And then the kid pointed out his brother and then or sister. I can't remember who
1: his sibling a
0: sibling. Yes, we'll go with that. Thank we'll you. will say sibling. <laughs> we'll say sibling. And, you know, Bryce Harper's there talking to making sure he's all right, shows Bryce Harper has a heart of gold. So I'm rooting for the Phillies against the Marlins because, you know, I know certain Marlins fans out there that says, oh, we're going to win the World Series now because, you know, that's what we do when we make the playoffs. We win the World Series. I'm like, I just want the Marlins out. No offense to any of the Marlins and anyone in the Marlins organization. I just want to see a few fans that I know suffer. No offense to you guys.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I got to admit, it's big of you saying that you want a division rival to win a World Series. Like to me, like I would not be having a stroke if the Rays or the O's or the Jays won a World Series. Like the only division rival I would not want to see win a World Series is Boston because I am a Yankee fan. But
0: honestly, in in my division, because you know. I, th- I think there's no love-hate between anybody in our division unless it's the Mets and the Phillies because they just have – the Mets and the Braves. Or the Mets and the Braves. It, it, it seems that, like, the Nats are the lovable team of the division, either them or Miami. And then, you know, they're, they're, there's just beef between the other three teams. But, you know, I think Nat, the Nats really – they're I guess their only, I guess, divisional rival, you would want to say, would be the Phillies since Bryce Harper and Trey Turner are on there. But I think anyone in the Nats fan base, I think, would only wouldn't want the Phillies to win, which is stupid. Because, you know, yes, you can make fun of Bryce Harper for leaving for money, I guess, for Philly. But, you know, when you're one of the best players in the game, you're going to go where the money, I guess, brings you. Me, me I was angry at first when Bryce left. You know, like and any person like hypothetically, you would be mad like if Aaron Judge left for San Francisco because you wanted Aaron judge to stay
1: I'd and be a little disappointed and I'd be remember- a little dis-
0: you you would be a little disappointed, but you would still wish him the best, and hopefully he does well
1: because I remember talking to my brother, and I said, if Judge goes to San Francisco Giants, uh, um, giants, the Yankees actually opened against the Giants on opening day, and I remember saying to my brother, going, you go to that game, would you boo Judge? He goes, oh, hell yeah. I'd boo him.
0: Well, it's the typical way baseball fans react. You you, you very rarely see it when, you know, someone is embraced when they come back. But, you
1: know. Like the first game, because you know what it would be like? <laughs> It'd be like watching your ex-girlfriend with her new boyfriend.
0: Listen, two thirds of my exes are with someone else, married, and have kids, and I'm still friends with them, and I still wish them the best of luck.
1: And, but no, you get what I you you, you get what I'm saying now. I, I get what you're saying. Watching it's, a former player of yours with a new team is like watching your ex with someone new. It's
0: in the words of Dolph Ziggler when he cut that famous promo. It should have been me,
1: but it's not. Oh, well. Life goes on. And and because you know what I think I would have done? I would have taken my one of my judge shirts and I would have had a video like somebody did. I forgot who it was for. I was like, all right, judge, just for leaving New York, this is what I'm going to do. Ah, dude, I'm just kidding. I wish you all the best in San Francisco. Um. Yeah, but that's where we yeah, but um I think it's going to be a good wild card series, and I think it's going to be a good postseason, and I got to admit it's a little weird as a big-time Yankee fan not seeing my team in the playoffs.
0: Listen, in in your 30 years of life, you've been graced with five World Series. Yes, I have. So, So, you know what? I have nothing to complain
1: about. I have nothing to to complain complain
0: about. about. (laughs) I'm, I'm lucky my team won one.
1: I have nothing to complain about. So,
0: no, neither do I actually. You know what? My, my team winning a World Series in 2019, after the way we started, I'm taking it. I'll take it
1: to if, my grave. If you want to hear more of a breakdown about the Yankees, Reg and I just recorded a bomber's banter yesterday. Should be up soon. And I'll take care of that. Go listen to us. We go a little more in depth. But I, um, yeah, ba- playoff baseball is wonderful, isn't it? It, it is wonderful it's
0: October also, it's October you know you know it's also wonderful
1: a nice wholesome game of football
0: nice wholesome game of football and watching the other two New York teams suffer oh, um, okay
1: I want to say for the Jets because I don't I, know if we're going chronologically I, I, or not but we'll go
0: chronological we'll start with Sunday night uh, Sunday night well Sunday night football I, I almost said Sunday night baseball for some reason but that's all right but you've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Waiting all day for Sunday night.
1: Carrie Underwood, don't sue me. Um, it's all right. I, I will say, for
0: the Jets' purposes, I think they were kind of um, finuged on Sunday night. You know, the Jets twenty three to twenty, they lose to the Chiefs. Zach Wilson had a, I would say, probably had a coming out party in Week Four. 28 of 39, 245, two touchdowns. Was only sacked twice against a really good Chiefs defense. And outperformed Patrick Mahomes, who only went 18 of 30, 203 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions.
1: Zach Wilson, you just outperformed the the reigning MVP and what most people would call the greatest quarterback in football right now.
0: And the reigning Super Bowl MVP, I think,
1: too. Yeah, and the reigning Super Bowl MVP. So I don't think Zach Wilson has anything to be ashamed of. You know what? And, you know, if
0: if you've seen some of the highlight videos of that game, you know he's putting the loss on himself. Which, you know what? Hey, a, a quarterback takes responsibility. But when there's Harry officiating... There's there there there's come to questions of of who is, I wouldn't say who is to blame for this loss. You know the Jets. You know probably could have been smarter when it comes. And you know what we got to see the very rare flag because I haven't seen it. The very rare flag of an unsportsmanlike conduct from the head coach.
1: Oh, Robert South. With Robert, so- oh, Robert
0: was- South after the game, you know. Had th- about 32 seconds left after a very, I get, uh, once again, uh, a questionable call will go. Robert South went off on the referee. Referee threw the flag, and you get the very rare unsportsmanlike conduct on the head coach. I, in all my years of watching football, I think I've never seen an unsportsmanlike conduct called on the head coach.
1: Yeah. Um, Um here's but yeah, you know, here's what I want to say about the game in general. I, I I applaud Zach Wilson. He put up a good performance. He again, he outperformed the reigning MVP in Pat Mahomes. But on the other side, you know, here's what I, you know, I applaud him for taking responsibility because that was a problem last year, remember? Mm-hmm. That was a problem last year. He just didn't take responsibility, and that's what kind of grind my gears about him. And that's what grinds my gears about him is that he didn't take any responsibility.
0: You, you take responsibilities when you're the when when you're a QB one. And, and and yes, you know Zach Wilson really had. To, I, I would say he had to step up big time. Because of the unfortunate injury that happened to Aaron Rodgers. Four plays into the season where Rodgers' Achilles went.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was like, it was, you know what? He had to fill... I, essentially, he had to fill big shoes.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, you and, and, you know to fill the shoes of one of the best quarterback... One of the greatest quarterbacks in this era.
0: Yeah, and he had to... He had to uh, essentially put his big boy pants on and big boy shoes and big boy pads and say, you know what? Let's step up and do this. And he did that week one where the Jets got a surprising win over the Buffalo Bills. And now the Buffalo Bills just got angry and started annihilating football teams. We can talk about that at a later date. But, you know, if if we look at the Jets, yes, they lost by three. They minus... The game against Dallas, where they lost by 20. They lost by five against New England, which uh, it's a game they should have won, probably. And then a game where they really, I think, should have won because they were playing great football. They only lose by three. They're, they're, they're hanging in there. It's just they're, they're waiting for the, you gotta wait. How How do I put this? I'm stumbling over my words. The big plays are not happening for them right now. They're not executing the big plays when they need to. You know they got receivers dropping passes. You're not, you're not balling as the word I term would be. You're not balling like you should in executing the big plays because the the Jets have the weapons on offense. If their defense can pull things together a little bit more, their defense is great, and they can and they could be. I would say, I would say they can be two and two right now.
1: Yeah, I agree with you because I think one of the things is, is, and I think Reg said this the other night when we did our Sunday Night Football thing, is, I think Reggie said it best, the Jets let Zach Wilson be Zach Wilson. The problem is that they made a hand, a playbook that was specifically for Aaron Rodgers, and they were trying to push it onto Zach Wilson. When well, I think Robert Sala... Knows this, and I think Nathaniel Hackett is starting to learn. Zach Wilson is not Aaron Rodgers, no. and you can't try to mold him into the next Aaron Rodgers because he's not Aaron Rodgers. And but what what I saw, I saw a totally different Zach Wilson. Sure. And I think right now, if they go this way, right, I think he's playing. They're playing very good. He's playing very. He played very good, and like. Listen, all the Wilson haters who were lining up to kiss Rodgers, as you know what, look what happened. And yep. and I just want to say this. Yes, there were some mistakes, but you know what? You got to admit this, Patch. The Jets got screwed. I,
0: The Jets got bamboozled. You know, I watched the first three quarters, and, you know, the Patchman had to get some rest, so he went to bed during the fourth quarter. Wish I didn't now. As I would have been losing my mind, probably, at this game.
1: I was yelling, and and as you all know, I'm not a Jets fan. I root for the other abysmal New York team, and don't worry, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, In a few seconds, we will. And I'm sure Apache is getting getting ready to see me have a heart attack on air. Uh, Um, uh. But here's the thing. The Jets got... They were throwing so many flags. I thought I was going crazy. I thought I was seeing yellow. I thought I was going crazy. They're
0: seeing red, you were seeing yellow.
1: Everywhere. Like, flag, flag. And you know what the big one was? You know what I think it is now? The, they did this for Brady. Like, they did this for Brady. And like, come on, folks. You know they did this for Brady. And now they're doing it for Mahomes. They threw the flag to protect the Stars. Unfortunately, they did that, and that hold. At first, I thought it was a hold, but I watched it a few more times. That was not a hold. That was a
0: BS call. Got the wrong one. Hang on. Uh, if we're looking at, hang on. I got to. I got to pull it up real quick. Gardner uh, one. No, I'm trying. I'm just trying to get the penalty breakdown. If we look at the penalty switches because I, I. I closed the tab that I had for, um, for that game. I had the Giants ready. Um, if we look at, let's see here. Where's the box score? Box score. Um, uh, team stats. Here we go. Penalties, penalties, penalties. All right. Here we go. If we, if we look at the penalties breakdown, um, five penalties for 46 yards for the Chiefs, seven penalties for the Jets for 42 and 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 two of those really you know if you throw out the unsportsmanlike conduct at the end of the game for Robert Salas the other questionable call came towards the end of the game that gave the chiefs the i think it was the first down that secured the win so it, it in hindsight the jets got bamboozled this game i think they were i think they were making the chiefs look weak and the jets should have won this game but Unfortunately, that didn't happen.
1: Yeah, but you know what everybody was focused on was <laughs> people had more present matters to focus on.
0: <laughs> yes, they had more present matters to focus on because yet
1: again, Taylor Swift was in attendance. And, sh- and so, and,
0: and so, you and so know, was
1: Aaron and so was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. And also Deadpool and Wolverine were with her, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. So,
0: and, and I will say the highlight to that was, was the conversation that me and Bill had while we were live for Sunday Night Football with the amount of times that every time Taylor Swift is shown, you do a shot. And ironically enough, the next day I'm scrolling through Facebook and I find this photo of a, a passenger was kicked off. A passenger, a flight was delayed because the passenger threw up after taking a shot every time Taylor Swift was shown. So, Bill, look, look, look what you caused. Look what I caused. For once, it's your fault.
1: It is my fault. And I, I like to take, I'll take responsibility for that. Pat, when does my apology tour start? Uh, your apology tour doesn't start
0: because that was, that, that was funny. That made me laugh. And you get a pass on that
1: one. And listen to the. I hope that gentleman's okay though. I really hope. I that hope is. that person.
0: I I really hope that person's okay too. Just be smart next time when you're handling your adult beverages.
1: And don't listen to me.
0: And don't and don't listen to Bill.
1: That's the <laughs> um, last thing you need to do. Yeah, but that they showed her what seven times. I think it was. I'm not counting the things they showed at halftime. I'm not counting that. I,
0: I don't count that either. Oh, uh, they they showed her enough. And hey, Chiefs are two and zero oh, since Taylor's been in attendance. So there's. So seven. I bet
1: they're gonna. <laughs> Big question, folks. We're not going to spend too much time on this because I think we got our jollies out about it last week. Um, um, is she going to be there Sunday? Yes or no? I don't care. So, I'm.
0: I have more. I I have more important things to worry about.
1: I just okay. Listen, I am not like totally obsessed with this. I just find this hilarious. So if anyone thinks like oh my god bills become one of them he's become such a swifty no no bill's i just a swifty If you want my honest opinion about her i don't think her music's terrible would i give an arm and a leg and a kidney to go see her in concert absolutely not
0: No i'd rather give an arm and a
1: leg to go see Metallica Um you know both acts who should do a Super Bowl halftime show Ooh. um yeah, but if you want to know why she never did a halftime show, I want to give a plug to Jaguar Gator 9. He does like all this, it's a YouTube channel. He does all this like obscure NFL type history, and he did a thing why Taylor Swift never did the halftime show. Go check out that video and go check out his channel. It's very interesting. So, yeah, it's called Jaguar Gator 9. And if he's listening, keep up the good work. I really enjoyed your content. Um, all right. Yeah, go
0: check it out, Patch. It's a very interesting channel. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Enough, enough about the Jets getting bamboozled and Taylor Swift's obsession with the Chiefs and,
1: is it her time?
0: Suppo- and, and her supposed love relationship with Travis Kelsey. It is time to move on to the other New York football team. And no, we're not going to talk about the Bills. Um, taking
1: care of the Dolphins. But well, we will give applause to Josh Allen.
0: Applaud to Josh Allen taking care of the Dolphins and putting up 48 against the Dolphins after the Dolphins put up 70 the week before. It is time. Bill. It's already on. I knew you were going to do this because I just had a feeling the paper bag of shame is back. The Giants suck again.
1: I am after going to agree after, with
0: after, after. After. Hey. Hey. You guys came back a couple weeks ago, won a football game. That's great.
1: You know what? I'm going to be honest. We got lucky.
0: You got lucky. You should be on four right now. You're one in three. These New York Giants, last season, resurgence with a brand new head coach. Daniel Jones looks like a quarterback. You paid the man. After you paid that man, fucking one in three. And Daniel Jones does not look like a quarterback again. 27 of 34, 203. Respectable stats right there. I will give you that. No touchdowns, two interceptions. Sacked 11 interceptions. times. Sacked 10 times. 10 times. Like, 10 times. Uh, you have 10 times. Paris Campbell was sacked once.
1: Yeah. Okay. I got to say it because if I don't say it, someone else won't. It's, you know what? Bill, I'll
0: say this. The floor is yours.
1: Your they is- suck! This team is just a joke. To It's embarrassing to watch at this point. The, the Giants are just embarrassing. Like, and if you could be the well, they didn't have Saquon Barkley. Shut the hell up! Shut up! And you know what? I think Danny Boy Reginald in our group chat said it best. No more of this coddling. No more of this coddling. Well, if Saquon was playing it when I made a difference. No, I wouldn't. The team sucks. Daniel Jones. Listen, I usually, usually, Patch, do try to cut Daniel Jones a break. And I'll say this. Was it entirely his fault? No, the offensive line is garbage. It's been garbage for the last 10 years. And that thing needs to, and that offensive line needs to be fixed. but nobody listens to me. And but listen, does that mean Daniel Jones is is exonerated? You know, Pat, speaking of exoneration, I'm going to ask for an exoneration right now, if that's okay.
0: Ah, In the words
1: of Leonardo DiCaprio from The Wolf of Wall Street, absolutely fucking not. No. I get the rare F word from Bill. I love it. Daniel Jones is not exonerated, okay? He's not. Daniel Jones is not exonerated. He made some stupid decisions. He made some stupid decisions and those two interceptions. And listen, granted, he had some impressive runs, but they didn't get it the freaking end zone.
0: Shout this out Graham Ganell for getting the only points on the board.
1: This team has yet to score a touchdown in the first quarter or score any points in the first quarter. This team right now has been outscored. Give me a second. Give me a second. Um, okay. This team has been outscored. Let's see. 40, 68, 98, 101. No. I don't know. Okay, you know what? I don't, I don't really... No,
0: 100, 100 points to maybe like, what, 27 points?
1: 0, 20, uh 31, 31, 42, 45. Four, 45 to probably about 104. And this team just looks like there's no fire under them. you know what? There's no fire under there and you-know-what.
0: They had fire two weeks ago when they came back and won. And then they just got bent down and took it. We'll go. This is
1: what I've been looking. Like, week one was an absolute joke. Well, Week two, I was happy. Week three, I I actually didn't really feel that upset. Because I'm thinking, like, okay, San Francisco is probably the best team in the NFL. It is what it Yep, is. Let's rally back and win next week. And then this, I have a high feeling. It's only week five. Season's over. Unless the NFL writers have other plans. Listen, I remember
0: editing you, Jeff and Allie, months ago. Oh,
1: God, this.
0: When the schedule came out and you guys did your little giant, Murphy's View giant schedule review and prediction. You and Jeff. I think had you guys going, had the Giants going three and one, only losing to San Fran. Allie was reasonable. Had you guys going two and two, I think losing to Dallas and San Francisco. And I would have, you know what? I respected Allie because two and two was reasonable because Dallas is really good, San Fran's really good. You should easily have beaten Arizona. And you know what? A coin flip with San Fran because de- not San Fran with Seattle, depending if Gino shows up or not. Rest of the way, you and Jeff had them winning eleven games and Allie had them winning ten, I think, if memory serves me. No, I think tonight. I had them
1: winning ten, I think.
0: I think you had them winning ten. Allie had them winning ten. Jeff had them, I think, winning eleven. If memory serves let me yes, we were all wrong. Well, I'm I'm not saying you guys are wrong right now. You know. Yes. Hey, what I'm not yeah, you know. Hey, hey, hey anything's possible in football. You guys are one and three right now. You need two games to get Back up to 500. You need two wins there. And then you need to run the table. Basically no, I, run the table.
1: And I can agree with
0: what? you that. Guess what? Uh, I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but I will go... I'll go 20-80. Um, 20% that they will do that. The other 80%, no
1: chance in hell. Yeah, with well, the next couple games, I'll tell you this. Got Miami on Sunday, which I am terrified of.
0: Uh, uh, Maybe you okay? Guys might get a win there.
1: Mike. Then we got Buffalo.
0: Uh, I give you a ten percent chance to win that game if Josh
1: Allen plays like Josh Allen, then we're screwed. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we got, and then we got the Commanders, which could go either way. And then we got Gang Green. We got the Jets that could go either way. That might be a tie. Yeah, I might be watching that game with my aunt, who's a big Jet fan, so that's going to be fun. Oh, you'd love to be a fly on the wall for that, wouldn't you? Oh, I'm you know, I, I'm i excited for that game when that game happens. I will be glued to the TV for that game. Well, <laughs> and you'll be thinking, hmm, if Bill and Danny Boy Red were watching this game together, they'd probably kill each other right now. Is
0: that a 4 o'clock game or a 1 o'clock game? It's a 1 o'clock. Oh, that should be a Sunday night football game. Give me that for Sunday night. Do we
1: really want to have the good people suffer and watch them have a and have that as a Sunday night game? I mean, if
0: if Aaron Rodgers was healthy, I would have had that as the Sunday night football game. Fair enough. Or or the Monday night football game, I would have respect that being. You know what?
1: I just want to say. Why is the NFL giving these, the Giants all these primetime games? Do the good people of this great land really deserve to to watch pathetic football like this?
0: I, I I mean, I guess they were high on the Giants this year since Daniel Jones had a good career.
1: We've good already game. had three primetime games. Week one, was we had a Sunday night. We had Thursday night, now we had Monday night. I want to say we have two more primetime games left. I think we have not this Sunday, next Sunday. We're playing the Bills on Sunday night. And then in December, Patchman, my good man, Giants playing the Packers on Monday night.
0: I might give you a win there because I'll take.
1: Like I say, the Packers this year—if they do good, they
0: do good. It's a growing pain season. I'm not. Listen, I'm a realistic Packers fan. I've been telling my friends this. I'm a realistic Packer fan. I have been telling my friends this i am a realistic packer fan i do not expect the playoffs this year. I don't expect a Super Bowl this year. I, I'm willing to take a one to two season growing year, a couple growing seasons with
1: Jordan Love because I'm fine with it. So do you want to do a live stream for Giants Packers that night? Maybe was, is that
0: Monday or Sunday? Monday. I am probably on yeah, Monday. So that might be a no, but you can probably go live with Danny boy.
1: Yeah. Well, if he's available. So, yeah. So yeah, but that is, yeah. But getting back to Daniel Jones for one second and, like, here's the thing I have to say. The Daniel Jones supporter, the Daniel Jones defenders probably think I hate him. And the Dan- and the Daniel Jones haters think I love him. You know what? I'm going to make an official statement. Patrick, are you ready for this official statement? Sure, why not? I am saying this at 11.43 a.m. on October 4th in this year of our Lord, 2023, mm-hmm. that I've said this once. I've said this twice, I'll say it a million times. The con- the contract that Daniel Jones got was absolutely ridiculous. 40 40- this is what 40 million dollars a year is giving you, folks. This is what 40 million dollars is giving you, folks. And it is and and you know what cuz I've been on my giant Facebook fa- Facebook pages they're all like well, maybe we should go draft Kayla Williams. You can't, you idiots! Because you other idiots were like, we love Daniel Jones so much. He signed him for years, for millions. Oh, yes, we love you, Danny Dimes. And now you're like, well, we can't tank for for Kayla Williams now, can we? Nope. Because the Daniel Jones cheerleaders are all like, we're so in on him. And like, listen, I've said this a million times. I think some aspects that Daniel Jones needs to be defended, I I will defend him. But if there are times that I think he deserves to be criticized, he deserves to be criticized. Daniel Jones just played awful the
0: other night. Listen, he's, he only has two touchdowns on the season through four games, six interceptions, and his QBR is 37 right now. He ain't playing good football. I mean, yeah. hey, I, I huh. mean, hey, I will give him the 68.7 completion percentage. Hey, that, that's all right in my book. But other than that, he playing, he ain't playing good. He ain't playing good football. I'm and I, 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 know, I, I, and, um, I'll throw, A little bit, maybe, at Mr. Dable and your OC. But most of it falls on you, Daniel, for not executing the play.
1: Paul, did you see Ryan Dable with the tablet? I did not see Mr. Dable with the tablet. Like he threw the tablet down because he was so frustrated. I
0: I would be frustrated, too, with my quarterback.
1: And he's, like, sitting there trying to get Daniel Jones fired up. It didn't work. Because what I remember is the very first regular season game of Brian Dable last year when Daniel Jones screwed up a play and Brian Dable's just ripping him a new one and then he comes on and he's all fired up. Like, what is going on with this team?
0: You know what? If Dable was trying to fire up Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones wasn't responding, you know what I would have said? Fine. You can sit your ass on the bench. I'm throwing in the backup. Maybe the backup would have done something and got a little fire.
1: Because you know what? And I've been saying this. This does not look like a Daniel Jones who is worth $40 million a year. This is the Daniel Jones who last year the Giants were thinking about, you know, getting rid of. And now you morons are stuck with him. Good job, guys. Well done. I, I will say
0: this: look, look what happened with Josh Allen week one. Okay. You know, week one Monday Night Football loses twenty-two to sixteen overtime. Josh Allen had a terrible game: one touchdown, three interceptions. And you know, there was questions about Josh Allen and you know his performance. You know what happened? Josh Allen took responsibility for the loss. You know what? And he could he have been? It's not likely going to happen. He could have been benched after that performance because he played horrible football. You know what happened the following week? Came back, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Okay, only had one touchdown against Washington and one interception. That's fine. And then, you know, Miami's coming in on their high horse after putting up 70. And you know what he did? He put up four touchdowns, no interceptions. Had a QBR of 88.9. Josh and Allen. one Russian
1: touchdown, too.
0: And one Russian touchdown. He had five touchdowns. He woke up, smelled the roses, and said, you know what? I need to do better than week one. I am fucking better than
1: that. But here's the he difference that. between Daniel Jones and Josh Allen. Daniel Jones is not waking up right now. And listen, Josh Allen, you know, after that week one game against the Jets, I was like, you know what? It's one game. You know, I do people have speculation about Josh Allen having a good game? Yes. But you know what? It's a bad game. You shake it off. You come back next week and play again. But with okay. Daniel Jones... It's like if he – if it was just a one-off, like, okay, you had a bad game and you – okay, the next week, you know, first half he looked shaky against Arizona. Then the second half he came out and just, like, this is the Daniel Jones we wanted when we were – when we signed the contract. This was the Daniel Jones that we want. But the last two weeks, it's just been – like i said if it was just a one bad game and it happens okay it is what it is but this isn't just one bad game this isn't just one bad game patch this this looks like daniel jones is having a bad yeah well, who knows maybe next week maybe he'll wake up and dominate miami i have no faith in that Unless the NFL writers have an idea. Levi, who knows? Oh, the NFL writers, they know everything. Um, They do. (laughs) But right now, this team looks just pathetic. This is this, I I just literally wanted to shut the game off. Yeah, well. So.
0: Well, hopefully the Giants. Wake up and smell something. If not, it's going to be a very... It's already been a very long season for them, but...
1: It's only going a very, into very, very
0: long season.
1: We're only going into week five. Hey, a
0: quarter of the way through the season already. Hard Can to believe, believe it. it. Football's going quick, and I hate it. Cause I love oh, football.
1: I do, too. All right. You know, it's going to be those weird Sundays when there's no football. Yep. And then we're stuck in purgatory for sports
0: because baseball hasn't been back yet. And we're stuck with hockey. Not that we're stuck with hockey and basketball, but we have hockey and basketball. So there'll be some content there when we
1: come to February. But hey, it's but, October. We got a lot of time since for then.
0: We got a lot of time till then. And to end our show, remember kids, when you're 13, 14, you go through phases. When you reach your twenties and approaching up to your
1: thirties, you should be done with those phases. Well if you're if you're not, we don't judge you.
0: We if it's not we don't judge you. We okay, we judge judged. you
1: silently, but we don't judge you
0: outwardly. We might we, we we might judge you silently. Your taste in music still might be the same, but you should be done going through your phases. Mr. Butler in Miami apparently has not grown out of those phases. We're living under a rock. Jimmy Butler had media day the other day with Miami, and he decided to, I guess, channel his inner mom its just a phase 13-, 14 year old phase with the emo hair comb-over over the one-eye face. I guess Jimmy Butler listened to My Chemical Romance once and listened to Welcome to the Black Parade once.
1: Hey, that's a good listened- one.
0: A great song, in my opinion. Or he listened to Panic at the Disco, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. Another good song. Well, another great song. I'm not, not judging it. I still have the inner, I mean, even though I'm not like that, what Jimmy Butler did with his hair, you know, I, I just pulled my hair back. <laughs> Jimmy Butler decided to do a new hairstyle. One we probably um, had it's it. <laughs> mom, it's
1: just a phase.
0: Mom, it's just a phase, and you're not no referring to in middle school days, back in our time, Bill, we'll go because it feels that's when emo music was at its peak. So, like two thousand five, between two thousand
1: five and two thousand eight.
0: Yes, between two thousand five two thousand eight, emo music was at its peak with My Chemical Romance, at the Disco, Fallout Boy. And a little bit of pop punk we'll throw in there with Blink-182, Green Day, Jimmy Heat World, fans go on. All American Rejects. And there is this so-called phase that people went through. (laughs) Where you wore all black, you painted your fingernails black, regardless of if you were male or female, we don't discriminate. And it was deemed, it's just a phase, Mom. I'm just going through a phase. And I'm like, eh, it's okay, honey. It's okay. I know it's just a phase. You'll be you. You'll be the best person you can be. And then if you're in that phase, you went, shut up, Mom. I know.
1: Regardless. Or, honey, maybe it's best we go. you go speak to a therapist.
0: That or, you know, you just went up in your room, shut your door, and you blasted the bands I just listed a few moments ago very loud. <laughs> and you- and and you just got lost in the music. Well, Jimmy Butler's doing that right now. Jimmy Butler has a new hairstyle. And he's just going, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm being me. I'm being me. And it has the whole sports world in raising an eyebrow on why you would do that kind of hairstyle. I'm just laughing. I think it's funny. Oh, I think that's hilarious. It, it, it's funny. It, it, I wouldn't say it's funny, but, you know, it's comical to see a basketball player do that type of stuff. We've seen them in their fashion with everybody. Because why not fashion? But this just has me like, why would you do that? I understand, you know, basketball is upon us and basketball is going to be back towards the end of the month. Hell, hockey's back this weekend, I believe. Next week, if I
1: think. No, this week or next week?
0: One of them. One of those. Hockey's back, too. We'll go. You don't see hockey players doing that type of style. You don't see baseball players doing that. You don't see football players doing that. We're used to seeing teenagers do that. We're not seeing a grown man do that type of style. And hell, you don't even see NBA players do that. You, you see NBA players do it with their... Yes, we've seen NBA players do it with their hair, with the corn rolls or a new hairstyle, but we never seen the emo style come out, I guess.
1: No, we don't.
0: We don't. And I guess, you know, something must be in the air down in Miami. I don't know if it's, you know, the Marlins being in the playoffs or actually even up a little bit further up in Tampa Bay and St. Petersburg with the Rays. I guess Florida is just happy that both of their baseball teams are in the playoffs.
1: Or I could just say this. Are you ready? It's Florida. Uh,
0: It's just just what's in the Florida air. This is just weird to me. (laughs) Just just to say, hopefully it's just a phase for Mr. Butler and he reconsiders his um, hairstyle decisions.
1: You know, listen, (laughs) we don't judge people, but you know what? I'm not judging. If you're in your 30s, then...
0: Listen, there's plenty of people that are in their 30s and 40s are still in that phase.
1: But we don't question them. Now, oh, listen, I feel like I went through my angsty teenager phase when I was in my mid-20s.
0: <laughs> I went through my days in middle school. You know, I I mean, I didn't, you know, I still had short hair before, you know, pandemic days.
1: Ah, those days.
0: But, you know, when I went through the middle school phase, you know, I just I I just like wearing black T-shirts because black t- all the black T-shirts I had had cool designs on. And I just like that. I still listen. I mean, I was going through my rock phase. I still am my rock phase, but I went through the, the the semi type of music that you know you go through with that phase. But I know I didn't you know do the comb over the eye or you know the simple hair flip and all that that people like to do with that style, or paint my nails black or
1: wear all black. But I like I knew people who like. I knew people. Who I knew
0: people too, and I still treated the same because you know we had the same taste in music. I mean, I didn't really adapt to that, you know, hypothetically lifestyle. But you know, we went. I went through that phase a little, then I grew out of it, and then I didn't revert back to it. Now I just grow my hair out and grow my beard out, and listen to music, and do a, a podcast. And you hang out with me, Reg, Rickin Ross. And a whole bunch of people on the network. But remember, kids and adults, don't judge people. Yes, exactly. yes, it may be a phase right now. And granted, you might not grow out of that phase for a couple years, but we're not judging Mr. Butler for his decision to do an emo hairstyle. Or just talking about it because it's funny you know it shouldn't be funny it's just funny to, it's just funny to talk about it because it was just something out of the blue that we didn't expect and it might have you flabbergasted but hey just remember it's just a face and i'll leave it at that
1: remember folks it's just a face
0: remember folks it's just a face And with that said, after a little talk of baseball, a mentioning of abysmal football teams that play in Jersey, and a talk about a hairstyle, we've reached the end of our episode today.
1: Yes, that is it.
0: Remember, folks, follow us on social media, SINreal, real Real Insanity. Follow us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, click that bell, search Sports Insanity. Network on YouTube. Go to the website, com. Keep up with all the blogs and learn more about us. That's the end of the top
1: of the third of game 16. Hopefully we'll be back for another. Yeah, we didn't give you two last week. You know, we just, we have lives. We're busy. We're lives. We have lives.
0: We're busy. We can't be like, you know, Good Mythical Morning that puts out every a new episode every day. We wish we could be like them. But that's hard on us because we all can't be in the same place at the same time because we all have lives. We can't turn this into a career because we're not making that much money. If we could. if If we were making a bunch of money network, we could probably push out an episode every day. But, you know, we're a young network, you know. Takes if, years uh, to- if
1: any some if some if some we if any weird eccentric billionaire wants to wants to send us money and fund us, call us.
0: Absolutely, we will gladly do an episode every day, and we might be just live twenty four seven talking sports if you're giving us that kind of money.
1: Because they're they're eccentric billionaires, they can give us however they want.
0: If they're eccentric and they believe in us, we're all for it, and we'll God do our best. Them. God bless them. <laughs> Okay, but, but with that said, I am Lawrence Batchman Lang.
1: I am Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy,
0: and you've been listening to the Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. We might see you later this week, but if not, we'll be live tomorrow for Thursday night football. Getting you ready for that game Sunday Sunday mornings for some Sunday preview of the games, and we will most likely be live for Sunday night football. this old ops guy wants to? React to the Cowboys live, I guess. So we're going to give them that power. But with that said, remember, second night to your mama. Mama loves you. Second night to yeah. papa. Papa loves you.
1: Stay safe and take care. Of
0: and the words of Mike Rifkin, namaste. We'll see you guys later. What's going on, everyone? Lawrence Patchman Lang here, president of the Sports and Sanity Network, just reminding you to go to our website, Network where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports and Sandy Network.